Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhoward, joined alongside by Jacob Wirtz, as always. And uh, Jacob, you're starting to look a little bit more like fall. You got the flannels out here. I don't know. You're going to have to toughen up a little bit. I know. I'm not ready for this uh, Not ready for this fall weather, and, and especially not what comes after it. But we're not there yet, so I'll enjoy the fall. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, you get to this time of the year in October, and especially these outdoor sporting events such as cross country and football playoffs and soccer and that sort of thing you just never know what you're going to run into and boy I tell you there there's been a couple of uh, football games that I've covered in in the playoffs that have been uh, very um, very interesting uh, I remember one of the first years when I got into the business I think it was probably 1981 where we're going back a ways now went up to Frederick for a uh, semi-final football game and ended up freezing my toe and uh, that was uh, that was nice little souvenir from that game and so I got to kind of watch that in the winter times now but uh, you just never know at this time of the year but that's what makes it interesting too yeah absolutely well that's a long time ago Dave <laughs> first year of the high school football playoffs wow that, that, goes, that goes back quite a ways yeah, that goes back quite a ways Anyway, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go back a ways, but not quite that far. We're going to talk about last week and uh, obviously some uh, some interesting uh, events taking place this past week. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe look at some football first before we get into a couple of other uh, sports here. Anything that uh, kind of jumps out at you uh, from football? It was kind of an interesting weekend. A lot of teams with buys. It's kind of like the NFL now. You know, you got to have a bye weekend there. And uh, a lot of teams that did not play this past weekend, but... Uh, some that did and of course you know some things just never change you've got Warner uh, pitching a lopsided shutout there winning at Esteline Hendricks and uh, Aberdeen Central uh, with uh, with a nice win and uh, how about Braden Comstock four interceptions in one game uh, that's got to be a school record I would think he, he played great on Friday night uh, that defense really came out and played great because the offense just struggled to move the football I mean it seemed like every time they at Central had something going they just mistakes penalties turnovers whatever it was and that defense played great though eight turnovers against brookings and, and there again brookings drove the ball at times but again when when they needed to make a play central ended up making the defensive play to stop them so right, right. great defensive game there both offenses looked a little sloppy at times though <laughs> we uh, we said goodbye to a couple of fall sports as the state tournaments took place for golf and tennis this past week and uh, again a really nice finish for the Aberdeen Central girls at the uh, AA tennis tournament finishing fifth uh, numerous place winners there and uh, of course won the ESD championship the week before that so uh, hats off to John Vogel and the Golden Eagles and and uh, also, uh, we're, we you know got into some some playoffs here with some soccer. And uh, boy, I tell you what, I that was a there was a battle and a half on Saturday. Uh, Aberdeen Central taking down Spearfish in a shootout. Uh, just a really hard fought game. Uh, you know, it avenged a loss to start the season. Uh, the Spartans came and beat Aberdeen uh, Central on the opening uh, opening game uh, back in August. Uh, Central returning the favor and bumping them out of the playoffs. And uh, you know, it was just uh, it was interesting. It gets to the shootout. 
shootout. No goals in the first uh, 100 minutes of soccer. And uh, boy, I tell you what, central goalie Sierra Frank was up to the challenge. Uh, Spearfish shot three times, didn't get one past her. And following that effort, I caught up with Sierra, and here's what she had to say. There's a lot of people surrounding me, letting me know that I got it, and just cheering for me, so it takes the weight off a little bit. Normally, I would say pretty much all the time, mm -hmm. the penalty kicks favor the, the person kicking. Yeah. You stopped three. <laughs> oh, for three they were. Yeah. How, how'd you do that? Um, well, I kind of just, like, look at their hips and then watch the way their legs are swinging, and then I can tell where the ball is going to go. How important was it to get the first stop? Um, definitely really important, especially to give our team that confidence to know that we're kind of in the lead already. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, especially when you scored. I mean, that was a diving stop there. I mean, they were kind of kept going to your left. Mm -hmm. um, did, did you think that that's where they were going or just kind of pick it up? Um, I picked it up on the first one. The second one, I knew it was going there. Well, Central will be uh, at uh, Mitchell uh, in the semifinals. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Also, some cross-country action. And, uh, Jacob, you were out at Ipswich uh, last Wednesday. Uh, strong, strong day for the Northwestern runners there as uh, they won both individual races as well as a team title. And uh, no surprise, Ella Buckelhide doing Ella Buckelhide things there. And uh, she, was, uh, she was back at it. And I don't know how many times she's won, won that conference championship, at least three, maybe more than that. I don't know. And she's still got another year or two left. So, uh, but I know afterwards you caught up with her and uh, talked about the, the course and a couple of other things. There was a few sharp, sharp corners. I had to figure out how I was going to run. It was definitely fun starting on and on the track and then finishing on the track. I kind of like it. It kind of gets me in the track mindset. Got to go faster at the end and overall I really liked it. And of course Northwestern uh, also winning the boys race. Uh, what did you see there uh, Jacob? It was a pretty, uh, pretty good race. It was you know it was kind of one of those races where there was several kids out, out in front of the pack and uh, Lincoln Woodring ended up pulling that one out and kind of pulling away and then Milo Assumption from Frederick taking second and uh, there was kind of a group then behind Woodring and, and Assumption ended up pulling out of that group for like I said that second place finish but uh, just a great race overall and just Great job by the by the Ipswich uh, School District putting mm -hmm. that together. Uh, it started out on the track <laughs> by the football field and then went out and around by the baseball field wow. and back out and around by like some of the the fairground equipment or whatever and it yeah. just it was all over the athletic wow. complex out there in Ipswich you, you so could, just interesting you couldn't run through the gym by the basketball court to just get as many sports included in that as possible huh oh wow. man it was close and, but <laughs> <laughs> well anyway uh, Jacob caught up with uh, Lincoln Woodring following that race and here's what he had to say um it's pretty tough all cross-country races are but uh, Milo I knew coming in he'd be up there with me so I know he's a great runner so I just had to stay in front of him Make sure not to look behind me too much. That's a bad habit. But just keep a decent lead on him. And no matter what happens, it's, we all get to the end. So, Of course, uh, a lot of commotion in town uh, last Saturday with Gypsy Days and uh, the Northern Wolves putting one on Minot. Uh, Jacob, I know you were out there. Uh, Wolves, uh, I think their third quarterback of the season. But, boy, he looked pretty good, as it sounds like. And the uh, Wolves were in control of that game. Yeah, they were basically from the start. You know, they scored right away. And uh, Brent Breton, Brett Breton had three touchdowns. Uh, Rushing in the first half, uh, Stanley Haskins had the first touchdowns. They had four in the first half. And uh, Jacob Van Landingham, uh, a converted tight end, Virginia Tech transfer. Wow. I mean, he stepped in and played really well. I think he was 11 for 12 passing. And 
Uh, didn't you know? Didn't need to make a lot of plays because the running game was there, and mm-hmm. but did what he needed to do, and, and the defense yep. just played great. So wow. Well, before we get to uh, this week's polls and schedules, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention that the uh, Groton girls soccer team punched their ticket to the state championship game by defeating Sioux Falls Christian this past weekend in the semifinals two to one. So uh, hats off to the Tigers. We'll t- uh, discuss that uh, upcoming championship game here in just a minute. Well, taking a look at this week's polls, all you have to do is go back to last week's podcast because uh, they're pretty much identical. Uh, <laughs> not quite, but almost. So we'll uh, we'll run through these fairly quickly here. Uh, football first, the Class 11 AAA. Again, uh, no changes here pretty much uh, throughout the board. Lincoln unanimous number one, followed by O'Gorman, Jefferson, Harrisburg, and Brandon Valley. And Class 11 AA, we've got Pier, Yankton, T-Area, Watertown, and Aberdeen Central. Uh, a big matchup coming up here uh, this this weekend, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, Class 11A, Del Rapids, West Central, Canton, Sioux Falls, Christian, and Lennox. Again, all of these are in the same order that they were a week ago. Class 11B, uh, winner, Sioux Falls, or I'm sorry, Sioux Valley, Hot Springs, El Poik, Jefferson, and Duel. Uh, and again, no changes there. 9AA, we've got Parkston, Howard, Hamlin, Wall, Elkton, Lake Benton. Again, track from this past week. Uh, 9A, we've got Warner, Canastota, Phillip, Elsester, Hudson, and Harding County Bison. Bison, I'm sorry, no changes there. Now, here's the one class where we do have some change. We'll talk about that. Class 9B, Faulkton is rated number one, followed by DeSmith. Avon, Corsica Stickney, and Harriet Selby area. Corsica Stickney up one spot. Harriet Selby back into the top five. They were receiving votes last week. And Hitchcock Tulare dropping down into the receiving votes category. And, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to Smith with a very impressive win over Hitchcock Tulare this past weekend. Uh, Jacob, uh, looks like maybe we're on a collision course here with these top two teams. It certainly looks like it. I think, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that already earlier this year. When when Falkton picked up that win over Hitchcock Tulare, I think a lot of people, you know, including ourselves, you know, we had our eyes open with Falkton after that. And <laughs> yes. And Smith now beats Hitchcock Tulare. Yep. Yeah, I it, I would be shocked if we don't see those two in the dome. Yeah, I I just think they're uh, a cut above the rest of everybody else. You know, and, and they're going to be in opposite halves of the bracket, obviously. But uh, just that by seed points, DeSmith kind of jumped a leapfrog uh, Faulkton this past week. And again, not reading too much into that because again, uh, there'll be favorites, they'll be home throughout the playoffs, or whatever. But it might make for a little bit more of an interesting semifinal contest. Well, taking a look at the volleyball polls, uh, two of the classes, not much of a uh, movement at all, but boy, one noticeable movement here. Uh, Class AA, Harrisburg remains number one, followed by Jefferson, Washington, Watertown, and Aberdeen Central. That's just what it was a week ago. Here's where it gets interesting. Class A, Sioux Falls Christian number one, and now uh, Dakota Valley drops from second all the way down to fifth. They lost a couple matches this past week. So Dell Rapids is second, Madison third, Wagner fourth, uh, Miller's receiving votes. And, you know, we talked, oh, I don't know, what was it, uh, four or five weeks ago when we saw Dell Rapids kind of starting to get a little traction there and then we saw they took a set off of Sioux Falls Christian and all of a sudden you know they're here they are second in the poll yeah they've just they've just continued to play well this year and 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 the poll shows that and I think it's going to be just a crazy <laughs> class a uh, yeah. playoffs and in yeah. the state tournament of course Sioux Falls Christian is just still right the top dog but 
man, I mean, Doe Rapids has kind of come up out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, and I looked at the seed points uh, heading into this week, and there's a lot of regional representation in the uh, top 10. We've got Ron Colley, we've got Groton, we've got Mobridge Pollock. I mean, there's a lot of good teams there. Miller, of course. So uh, we'll see how things shake out. Class B, uh, not much of a change here. There's Warner, Chester area, Northwestern, Coleman Egan, Burke into the top five this week. Uh, Woolsey Westington receiving votes. And Again, uh, not a, a huge surprise, but we do have to give a shout out here to Northwestern. They won their 1,000th, that's right, 1,000th match in program history this past week. And only two coaches in the history of the program, Kathy Graves and Nora Groff. So, I mean, it's kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I mean, <laughs> they have three head coaches ever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, that's, a, that's a really big number. So congratulations to the Wildcats. Uh, you just don't see things like that happen every week. No, you don't. And then, of course, that program just speaks for itself when you get to that point and not much that needs to be said there. <laughs> not, not too much at all. Well, looking at this week's schedule, uh, certainly some uh, some really interesting contests coming up. And we'll get it started here with uh, with right off the bat with some Tuesday contests. Aberdeen Central uh, on the pitch down at Mitchell. Uh, a winner heads to the state championship game. And, you know, I had this, uh, this contest about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, late in the season. And um, Central handed Mitchell its only loss. It was one to nothing, a very tightly contested game. And Boy, I tell you what, uh, that is going to be a battle uh, like none other down in Mitchell, and uh, that should be really interesting there. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, and, and you know, the, the script flips. You know, it's down in Mitchell now, <laughs> yep. and, and now Central, <laughs> they've, they've, uh, they've, they're on Mitchell's radar. Right. I mean, they're, oh, they're, yeah. They, they that's can't, uh, can't no, Nobody's sneaking up on anybody. But, uh, you know, Central's been playing really well, and uh, it'll be very interesting to see. Again, that was a great contest with Spearfishes in, in the quarterfinals. Some volleyball. Ron Colley taking on Mobridge Pollock. And, uh, boy, two teams that have really had nice seasons. Again, they're very high in the seed points. I think they both have maybe, what, three losses or something like that. So, uh, historically, those two have had some very good uh, contests. So, uh, keep an eye out for that one. We've got all kinds of cross country coming up this week. Uh, region meets all over the place on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Class B runners, for the most part, will go Wednesday with Class A runners on Thursday. Webster will be hosting a pair of region meets. Uh, region 1B will be there on uh, Wednesday afternoon, and uh, Region 1A will be there on Thursday. Um, Weather well, starting to look a little iffy by Thursday. You know, we're going to maybe get some rain in the forecast, so uh, I don't know. We'll see see how mentally tough some of these kids are. I'm not questioning their toughness, man. When they start out their seasons in about 100 degree weather and they finish with you know snow flurries, you know you got to be mentally tough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a change in weather now, and and it really, I mean, last week we had weather that was in the the you know 80s and 90s and whatever, and. And uh, yeah, so it's sure. just been a change in the last week. Yep. Uh, we've got some volleyball on Thursday to, to kind of highlight here. Aberdeen Central will be at top-rated, unbeaten Harrisburg. And, uh, you know, the Golden Eagles are still undefeated in ESD action. They did lose that early match to Huron, but it was the non-conference of the two. And so they, uh, they're they right there in the, in, in the hunt for the conference championship in Harrisburg. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they have just been lights out. So that's going to be a very interesting match. It will be. You know, Harrisburg's got a great program down there defending state champs and and Central's going to have to play play as hard as they can in order to get that one. 
some football coming up on Friday night, and we've got two games in the Hub City, and both very, uh, very intriguing matchups. Uh, we'll start out with the one with the earlier start time here. Harriet Selby area against Britain Hecla. That's a six o'clock kickoff at Dakota Bank Stadium on the campus of Northern State, and two teams that really have uh, had some rich uh, history in football, and uh, both had so- have had solid seasons uh, so far. Both have winning records, both with playoff aspirations here. Uh, what are you looking at for that one? You know, it's going to be an interesting game. I think uh, Harriet Selby was expected to be kind of one of the top teams in 9B again, and and uh, I, I think they've proven that. And mm-hmm. in Britain Hecla, they we, we talked about them just briefly right. last week. They were 5-1 yep. and one last week, and they did suffer a, a tough setback last week to Wolsey-Westington for 48-12. Right. to 12, But, you know, not, not a lot of people, I think, saw them coming up. And uh, so it'll, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that plays out Friday night right. at Dakota Bank. And uh, the other game in town, just uh, a few blocks away, Yankton will be uh, over at Aberdeen Central. And again, uh, you know, two teams that uh, are, are rated and, uh, you know, are, are heading for the playoffs. And uh, that should be very interesting as well. A lot at stake there. You know, Yankton's still, uh, you know, battling pure for that top spot as far as seed points. You know, Aberdeen Central's fighting for that home, home playoff game at some point. Uh, you know, right now they're right behind Watertown in that five spot. So uh, a lot, a lot at stake there Friday night. That's going to be a big one. And Coach Breeze said that last week after I talked to him after the Brookings game. And he he knows this <laughs> Yankton team is no slouch. They're, yeah. they're tough defensively. Yep. they got a lot of weapons on offense. And, and they have played really, really well this year. It's going to be a battle, no doubt. Uh, some uh, some other games of interest here. We've got the uh, the Tiger battle, if you will. Uh, Morebridge Pollock is at Groton. And, and again, uh, you know, two teams fighting to get into the postseason. Postseason starts next week. So uh, these games really take on some added meaning. We've got Leola Frederick at Faulkton. Uh, you know, again, uh, a very interesting contest there. Uh, Faulkton obviously pretty much uh, solidified as far as their seed. Uh, you know, they're uh, getting into the playoffs. Leola Frederick right now would be in there too as well. And and, uh, but, you know, they're fighting for some home field advantage and, and so forth. And then we have Avon at, Col- at Woolsey-Wessington, uh, two teams that have been in and out of the poll here all season long. So some really interesting contests. Absolutely. Yeah, Avon and Woolsey-Wessington, two teams, like you said, that have played well at times this year, but have also had their setbacks. And both teams looking for uh, one last win there. And, um, yeah, I think uh, Leola Frederick and Folk, and that's a big one uh, for, for Leola Frederick, I think, especially mm-hmm. to try to gain seed points and, Maybe even host uh, you know, one one round for sure, if not right. two. And yep. you know, of course, Roncalli's on the road at Clark with the Lake. Yes, that's yes. a big one that's, for seed points. Yeah, that is a big one. And both of those two teams are fighting to get into the playoffs as well. Uh, we turn to Saturday, and uh, Northern football uh, will try to do something that they haven't done this year, and that's win back-to-back football games. They're on the road at Southwest Minnesota State. Wolves uh, coming off a very solid home win uh, over Minot here this past weekend, so try and keep that momentum going. And, of course, we've got state soccer championships down in Brandon. Uh, we know for a fact that uh, T-Area will play Groton in the Class A Girls Championship, first, uh, first of four matches on the day on Saturday. Uh, those two played earlier this season uh t area uh, shutting out the tigers in that one but uh groton has, has had a, just a phenomenal season and uh, we'll see if they can cap that off with the state championship on saturday and then of course uh you know we, we don't know for sure the winner of that mitchell central game will be down there playing at five o'clock on saturday and uh there's it's uh, it's a fun time of the year and then boy i tell you what there's going to be a lot of intensity on the pitch oh absolutely yeah we've got uh state soccer like you said coming up and that's going to be very exciting there, and 
you know, last week of football for some of these teams yes. and, and teams pushing for playoff spots, you know, and, and a lot's going to take uh, place Friday night. A oh, lot yeah. of seed seed points going to be yeah. flying around after Friday night. Well, and we'll have a, a very interesting podcast next week as we kind of preview the uh, the postseason for football. Because by then, all of the uh, the pairings will be set for the nine man teams and eleven B. Of course, the the uh, the bigger schools will still have one more game to go to finish out their regular season. Well, that'll pretty much wrap things up for today. A, a reminder that uh, to check out uh, your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Each week, uh, we run dozens of box scores. We run feature stories, game stories. We have all kinds of incredible sports photos by John Davis. If you get a chance, uh, by all means, uh, go and take a look at those. Each week, uh, I am just amazed at the stuff that he captures when he's out and about covering these games. And, uh, and uh, again, we have... Uh, we cover you know 35 schools in a 20 county area so uh if you're if you're a fan of of sports in northeast and north central south dakota uh this is this is your spot to hit so any final thoughts or comments today jacob boy i tell you what i'm getting excited we got playoffs starting here and 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 playoffs already in in progress for soccer football starting i've I've been already looking at playoff scenarios for the football standings and things i mean so many scenarios that are going to take that could take place on friday night after the games are all done but uh It's going to be fun the next several weeks. Well, and you already started on your wardrobe. You've probably already got your outfits picked out here for the playoff games coming forward. (laughs) He's giving me a thumbs up, folks. So that ought to be interesting. Well, once again, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day and listening to this week's podcast. Remember to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.